Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 763, for Saturday, March 12th, 2022. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Climbing nine positions from 29 to 20, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 12,688 views. That is a gain of 3,352, or about 36%, from where it was last week, and is about 1,500 more than last week's number 20, though still about 2,000 fewer than the number 20 from two weeks ago. The last time Jaws of the Line was in the top 20 was back between mid-December and mid-January, when it spent three weeks out of five at number 20. Entering at number 19, Living Forest, by Aske Christensen, published by Ludonaut, with 12,695, seven more than Jaws of the Lion. Repeating at number 18, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 12,798, 103 more than Living Forest, only 110 more than Jaws of the Lion, and a gain of 5%. After two weeks at number 28, up 11 to 17, Sleeping Gods, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 14,446, more than 1,600 better than Wingspan, and a gain of 54%. While I don't know why Jaws of the Lion jumped up 36%, I have a good idea why Sleeping Gods jumped by 54%, and we'll get to it a little later on. After two weeks at number 14, down 2 to 16, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 15,430, almost a 1,000, more than Sleeping Gods, and again of 9%, but still down two positions. After two weeks at number 12, down 3 to 15, Lost Ruins of Arnak, by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition, with 15,753, 323 more than Marvel Champions, and a gain of 1%. After popping back into the top 10 for just a week again, down 4 to 14, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Vixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 16,039, 286 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, and a decline of about 2%. Down 2 to 13, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 16,108, 69 more than terraforming Mars, and a gain of 2.5%. After climbing 16 positions up to number 16 last week, climbing 4 more to number 12, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 16,304, 196 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 27%. Continuing its upward trajectory from number 19, three weeks back, to 16, 
to 15 and now up four more to 11. Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 16,770. 466 more than Cascadia, a gain of 24% to its highest position since April 17th of last year, 11 months ago, when it was number 10. So only 1,300 views separate Everdell at number 11 from Marvel Champions at number 16. Meanwhile, there's a gap of 1,600 views into the top 10. I always like it when there's a nice, clear delineation between 10 and 11. After two weeks at number 8, down 2 to 10, Spirit Island by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games with 18,404. That is a gain of 1.6% and is 2,000 more than last week's number 10, but still 2,000 fewer than the number 10 from two weeks ago. Back down two to number nine, where it was two weeks ago, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 18,884, 480 more than Spirit Island, a decline of 2.5%. In its fourth week back in the top ten, down four to eight, Tiny Epic Dungeons, by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games, with 19,653, 769 more than Arkham Horror, a decline of 18%. We have four new entries in the top ten this week. Three of them are debuts. Uh, We're coming up on our first new entry right now. The four games falling out, though, are from 10 to 14, Terraforming Mars, from 9 to 24, Earth, from 6 to 62, The Lost Code, and from 5 out of the top 100, Summit. Debuting at number 7, Solar 175. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that. I should have looked that up, I guess. Is it 175? Is it 175? You know, I'm just going to go look. It is 175, because it's 175 years after a particular event. The design is by Madeline and Joseph Adams. The publisher is Cogito Ergo Meeple. I guess that means I think, therefore, I am a meeple. The game has 20,967 views. That is 1,300 more than Tiny Epic Dungeons. According to the Kickstarter blurb, it is, quote, an epic Euro-style legacy game for one to five players set in a dystopian sci-fi future, unquote. And there are a number of mechanisms listed on the BoardGameGeek page, including worker placement, pool building, voting, and bribery. It currently has over 100,000 pounds raised in its Kickstarter project. Our second new entry returns after two weeks away at number six, Libertalia, Winds of Galecrest, by Paolo Mori, published by Stonemeyer Games with 21,086. 119 more than Solar 175, and that's two and a half times what it had last week. Uh, the last two weeks it has been at 27 and 34, so a 28 position jump because uh, reviews and pre-orders for the game are now available. Down 2 to 5, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, 
published by Direwolf, with 23,734, 2,600 more than Libertalia, and a decline of 2.3%. Our third new entry debuts at number four, Sleeping Gods, Distant Skies, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 24,123, 389 more than Dune. This is not an expansion, but a sequel to Sleeping Gods, this week number 17, currently ranked number 126 on Board Game Geek, this time with players based on a cargo plane rather than a ship. Uh, Sleeping Gods is an open-world, story-driven exploration game. I suppose more properly this would be called Sleeping Gods 2. Our highest new entry debuts at number 3, Arrakis, that's spelled A-R-R-A-K-I-S, by Peter Alotka, Jack Kittredge, and Bill Eberly, and Greg Alotka and Jack Rita, published by Gale Force 9, with 27,981. Almost 4,000, better than the Sleeping Gods sequel. The subtitle of Arrakis and how it is listed on Board Game Geek is Dawn of the Fremen, but if you look at the box cover, I think it's more properly called Dune Arrakis, because the Dune is a larger font type size than the subtitle, Dawn of the Fremen. So I'm just going to call it Arrakis, and we're going to call it good. It is set hundreds of years before the movie, is an area-majority game, and is a re-implementation of Borderlands from the classic trio of Alotka, Kittredge, and Eberly, designers of the original Dune and the original Cosmic Encounter, uh, which Borderlands was released in 1982 and is currently ranked barely on Board Game Geek, uh, outside the top 6,000. Last week's number one steps back one space to number two, Unsettled, by Mark Neidlinger and Tom Matson, published by Orange Nebula, with 34,426, 6,400 more than Arrakis, but a big decline of 40%, though since it had such a high view total last week, still good enough for number two which means it yields way to the game that was number two the last two weeks and claims the top spot for the tenth time. Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 42,431, 8,000 more than Unsettled, and a decline of about 10% to the fewest views it has had since December 11th, three months ago. It's also the fewest views for number one, that we have had since December 11th, though most of that is because Ark Nova was doing so well. Ark Nova becomes the sixth game, only the sixth game to spend 10 or more weeks at number one. For Saturday, March 12th, 2022.